Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrell from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is 48 Minutes. We are a little earlier in the week as we are planning on making this our soon-to-be regular schedule. So I am Tim Daniel, coming to you live. You'll be hearing this on a Tuesday instead of a Friday like normal. So, of course, with me as always, Sean Mackey. Sean, what's up, man? Uh, not much. Not much. Summer League action? That's Yeah. That's what's up. There's an article Uh, about that on our website. Did you know that? No. Tell us more. Yeah, you know Kyle Brandon, that guy that's been helping us out lately? Yes. Yeah, he wrote an article about um, the, sh- the stars of Summer League so far. Very and nice. Yeah, it's got 14 scouting reports in it, guys. So, Ooh, yeah. I like it, I like it. We, we will have to read what, what our boy Kyle is, uh, is, is trying to sell us. Yeah, so he talks a lot about guys like Kevin Knox, um, my biased personal favorite, Wendell Carter Jr., Colin Sexton, Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, which we're going to discuss those guys in the show today, so don't of worry. Course. We're going to get to that, but yeah. be sure to check out 48MinutesNetwork.com where you can check out Kyle's last two articles. I think the last two articles written on our website, actually, are Kyle's. Um, one about the why we should pay attention to the worst teams in the NBA, and this one uh, talking about Summer League so far and what he likes and what he doesn't like, who's standing out, a.k.a. Harry Giles stands out, and so does Wendell Carter, and that's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, Nothing that's else. all. Okay. So w- with that being said, this is 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. If you are checking out our podcast for the first time, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, whether you be on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or you ask your dear friend Alexa to play 48 Minutes NBA Podcast and you hear our sweet voices. We appreciate you guys tuning in giving us some insight. We have a lot of stuff coming up, a lot going on, but... Uh, I'm trying something out new this week, Sean. So um, I took – I've had some trouble since we bought, I bought this new equipment where when I've mixed the show, sometimes my mic's too soft, sometimes my mic's too loud. And I'm starting to think it's because I have my headphones on so I can't fully hear anything. So I'm going the one ear this week to see if I can listen to my voice and see if I'm going too, too high or too low. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So – this is what happens to a podcaster when he's producing for the first time in a year and a half, in case you're wondering. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. doing. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so let's start with the big news today. Well, I guess over the weekend, coming into today. Um, the Houston Rockets are basically saying, like, remember that thing where we had the best record in basketball, and we had the best team in the league on the ropes, and we were up three games to two, and then our point guard got hurt, and we were like, eh, we'll run it back. They're not running it back. Um They've had two big losses already. One earlier in the free agency was when Trevor Ariza went to Phoenix. And now we see today that Luke Mbaumute is heading back to the Clippers. Which leads to apparently discussions that after a buyout that's supposed to go into play pretty soon, Carmelo Anthony will be a Houston Rocket. So Sean, I ask you, why the fuck is any of this happening? Well, uh, Trevor Ariza wanted to get his last big paycheck. So that's that's the big thing right there. Um, also, uh, I think uh, I think, and I'm I think that I'm 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 gonna 
tell the truth of all NBA fans mm-hmm. right now and just say that I think Houston's window was last season. I think that's fair. And I don't think Carmelo Anthony has a place in the NBA anymore. That's my hot take right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I don't, I don't know what kind... Of player he's going to have to become to to be relevant right now. I don't know how he's not a guy who's going to take a backseat. He proved that last season. So I mean, do you do you really think that he's going to fit in with first of all Mike D'Antoni again? (laughs) Who had an article where he said he quit because of Carmelo. Exactly, and like I I can't like is is Daryl Morey and and. D'Antoni having these are they, are they having these conversations like no this isn't this isn't what we should be doing we should find somebody else there's got to be someone else out there and I just I just don't know you know who else is out there that they can they can go after that is going to that's uh, going to change their team right now but they have lost two very important players over the last two weeks and. They, have they still have they signed Clint Capella yet? No, I was just about, that was about to be the point I was going to make. Is Clint Capella is still not signed, and from what I heard on the Ringer today, he is pissed. I mean, I why, I don't know why they're dragging their feet. I mean, they missed out on LeBron. Well, you know what they say: if you can't get LeBron, get Carmelo. <laughs> that, that's not what anyone says, though. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Who OKC? <laughs> Are they the ones who say that? If you can't get Kevin Durant, get Carmelo. I mean, I just, I don't know, uh, you know, what they're going to do. I I don't, I would rather see him in L.A., honestly, because I think LeBron could rein him in. No. But they would have too many, they'd have too many small forwards at that point. Too many cooks. And they'd have, they they would have too many cooks. And it would just be like, you know, but I just don't see him taking that Richard Jefferson role on any team right now. He's not a star player. He's the most decorated Olympian basketball player of all time, and that's that. Yeah, but that is his legacy. I mean, he'll go to the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. First ballot. Yeah, for sure. But he's also... I'm surprised that we haven't had this point where Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard have been on the same team as, like, like, let's just see how many locker rooms we can just fuck this shit up with and within our our two personalities. Um, I'm shocked, you know... Thankfully, Houston got rid of Dwight Howard already, so that can't happen there. Um, but, you know, it doesn't make sense in the case if Houston was a team last year that was really built on being successful defensively. Yeah. And, you know, Chris Paul played really good defense. James Harden played team defense. He'll never play individual player defense. We know this. Um, obviously, Trevor Reza, you know, P.J. Tucker with, with his role was a good defender. And obviously, Clint Capella being one of the best defensive big men in the league. Maybe second to Rudy Gobert. I don't know. I mean, that's. I think that's the only guy really better than him defensively right now. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, I don't understand what the what the idea is here. I, you know, I get it. Chris Paul and Carmelo are two fourths of Team Banana Boat, but LeBron and Dwayne Wade aren't going there. If Dwayne Wade does come back, I'm, I mean, he's basically said it's either the Heat or not playing anymore. So I can't imagine Chris. Do you, do you believe that though? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think that he knows that it's best to end his career where it started. I mean, he is, not talent-wise, but historically and, like, legacy-wise, the greatest Miami Heat of all time. 100%. Yeah, so he's not the best part to ever play for them. That's obviously LeBron James. But, obviously. Yeah. 
I don't think either. I mean, this might be my mini hot take, but peak Dwayne Wade is not much different than peak Kobe Bryant if you look at the stats. No, no, it's not. I think that's uh, that's pretty evident. Oh, uh, six Dwayne know, Wade was like one was, of my favorite players ever. I, I think the the knock that's always going to go against Dwayne Wade is is his injury history and ability to stay healthy for long periods of time. Yeah, I mean, I think that whereas Kobe played all the time. So, uh, well, I mean, in the beginning, you know. So, I mean, towards the last couple of years, I mean, he was way out of his prime the last couple of years. So, and that's that's fine. That's fine. Kobe Bryant's a badass. He can do it every once. So, I'm always going to buy Kobe stock. But, uh, you know, I I really don't know where the Houston Rockets go from here besides besides Carmelo. And if you're saying, if you're telling me Dwayne Wade's not, not leaving... Uh, Miami, then uh, you know I I I don't know who they go after. I mean, do they do they make an offer for someone like like Rodney Hood and try to screw Cleveland? I don't hate that actually. I kind of like Rodney Hood on that team. Do you? You think I that do? Would... Okay. Well, we can. We'll, we'll I put... think Rodney Hood is more of what we saw in Game Three of the Finals than what he was for the rest of his tenure in Cleveland. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Actually, I, honestly, I'm not really objective to Cleveland bringing him back. Because no. they're going to need someone to score. They are. They are. And I, I figure they will. I mean, they got him in a trade. Uh, they might as well, you know, try things out. So, I mean, they're not they're not losing anything, you know, by, by, by keeping him. But I, I just don't know, man. I just feel like Michael Beasley's going to end up on Houston. You're probably and, right. I mean, I feel like he's going to end up out there. I think, uh, who else we got left here? I'm, I'm searching the... Could you imagine two years ago saying that Michael Beasley would get a contract before Isaiah Thomas? I mean that's wild. It's wild. It's absolutely Isn't it crazy? wild. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, and it was funny because the it, you know, we'll get to it in a little while. But I mean, it, it seems like the Magic aren't even gonna their 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 flirtation with Isaiah Thomas is over with already. So well, yeah, they traded for Jaron Grant. Jerry and Grant. So so yeah. So so how long before this this mellow drama plays out again? How long before you think you think he's he's signed to Houston within a week and a half, two weeks? Do you think it's going to take a month or so, or do you think um, it happens at all? I think it'll be around training camp. You know, kind of like last year, Wade went into camp as a member of the Bulls roster wise, even though he didn't show up at camp, and then the buyout happened and he went to Cleveland. I could okay. definitely see it going that long because okay. this is a twenty nine million dollar buyout, basically that they're going to have to do. Yeah, and that's We're, not something you can just kind of go. Oh, okay, you know, we'll take our time on it. Like they have they want to buy him out. They they want to buy him out enough to the fact that they still have a little bit of cash to sign someone. Okay, but yeah, Clint Capella. They need to go ahead and lock him down. I don't know why they're dragging their feet with that. I mean, I get he's a restricted free agent, but I think this kind of goes back on the Boogie thing, where you know you're mad at the Warriors for signing Boogie, but why aren't you mad at 29 other GMs for taking a stab at him? Yeah. Um, I mean, the Rockets are kind of thinking, well, no one else is offering Capella. So we'll just kind of drag our feet on it, you know. I know this is a bad, a bad example, but why wouldn't the Bulls go? Okay, we'll try to see. We'll try to match if you're not going to do it, and then force their hand to see if that's something where they really want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, I don't want them to do that because we have Wendell Carter Jr. and I'm really excited about him. But yeah. So I don't know. I think it's it's really odd to me that Clint Capella is still out there, especially the year he had. I mean, that team kind of really, I mean, they really needed him and Chris Paul, I think, really, you know, those two guys really were such a huge difference for that team. 
Uh, obviously, Chris Paul signs back for four years and $156 million. Oof. I still can't believe Chris Paul got more money than LeBron James. I can. Chris Paul wanted a final payday. I get it. I get it. They 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 probably promised him something like that in the beginning, and that's what's, you know, I <laughs> sometimes that's just how it falls. I mean, LeBron's making money from everywhere else in the in the world at this point, so he doesn't really need a huge, gigantic contract where Chris Paul does. I mean, so, yeah, uh, they're going to be an interesting team this season. And like I said, I, I have this I have this sneaking suspicion that their window has already closed. So last week we said we did our top five in the West, and we were pretty similar between Golden State, Houston, Utah, Utah OKC, LA. Yes. I think now, hot take, Mick, Nick hot takers person, I might actually have... The Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder is two and three. Woo. You're you're gonna be taking that hot take uh by yourself. We <laughs> you gotta think. With Houston, I mean credit Houston still has Paul, they still have Harden. I don't have any doubt in my mind Capella's gonna play for them, but losing those two three and D guys, those big defensive guys I can really count on, rely on, where Utah has a lot of those guys, and OKC has those guys. And Chris Paul's a year older. Chris Paul's a year older. Um, James Harden, we know what's going to happen to him in June. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not saying I feel that way come training camp or come October, but right now I'm leaning towards the uh, Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder as being the uh, second and third in the West. Ooh. See, I'm I'm not taking any OKC stock this year. I'm out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not taking any of it until we get our uh, our OKC blogger on here. I'm 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 not sold. Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, so what else is going on? Let's talk Zach Levine. Yes. Yes, please, let's talk Zach Levine. So, comes out Friday. Obviously, this one's very near and dear to mine and Sean's hearts. Comes out Friday that the Sacramento Kings have put an offer sheet up for Zach Levine for four years. Was it 80 or is it 78? 78, 80, someplace in that range. There was different... Reports, reporting yeah. things. So I, you know, I don't know. And as this report comes out, there comes reports where Zach Levine said he was really disappointed the Bulls didn't offer him first. So you know, trouble brewing in Chicago there for a minute, yeah. and it goes about a couple hours, and it, it's a couple hours where you go, are they going to match? And you know, deep down, they're going to match. Even though me personally, I didn't want them to. I wanted all the money possible. I didn't even care if they had enough guys to roster a team. I just wanted money for them. Um, but obviously, they match which they kind of had to. They still look good in money in the salary cap situation, but Zach Levine is getting four years and $80 million, and that, my friends, is terrible. He was really bad last year. I get he was hurt and he didn't play a lot, uh, but he's horrid defensively still. He is a, you know how they say 3 and D, he's a 3 and dunk kind of guy, which, Sean, I know it's your favorite kind of player. I totally understand It is, it is, it is. But I am... um, I am not excited. Now, chances are I don't think he's going to finish that contract there because when the Bulls are good, I think they're going to realize he's not that great. But um, he could be, you know. I would I would like him to be, obviously. I think I think we – I'm going to give him this year. I'm going to give him this. This this is this, this is it right here. This is the uh, – this is the 
uh, Sean Mackey fandom or no fandom year for Zach Levine because I you know I don't think I can I can buy another year of Zach Levine stock unless <laughs> unless unless he's good I think the Bulls are, you know the Bulls were offering him sixty which I think is very fair yeah for sure actually I would have I would have even gone as high as you know maybe sixty eight seventy. But 80 seems like a lot. That's a lot of money locked up in a guy that won some dunk contests three years ago. So, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's true, though. Uh, and, I mean, he's a good shooter. He's a very good shooter. He can be a really good offensive player at times, but his defense needs work. Fred Hoiberg is not a defensive coach. He's not going to learn anything there. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I hope he proves us wrong, though. Yeah, I'm not counting on it. Um, I do think he'll be better. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, th- I definitely think he'll be better. I think you know, I think, playing I th- 74, 76 games will be big for him. I think, I think you know, I don't think it's you know too much to ask to say that you know he should probably be averaging you know twenty three, twenty four points a game this season. You know, with what they're paying him. I don't know if he will, but I would, I would like to see him. You know, overexert himself on offense if he's not going to be a defensive player this year. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that this is going to be really... I mean, this is going to be the big year for Zach Levine to say, like, not necessarily the, the Prove Me contract, per se, yeah. but this chance to really show how good he is. Because he's yeah. going to be... He's probably going to be their go-to scorer. I know Markkinen's on the team, uh, but Markkinen will probably still be the second option for the scoring-wise. Yeah. Um, you know, what's going to happen with Robin Lopez? Are they going to trade him to where Wendell Carter gets in the starting lineup? I kind of hope they do. Not that I dislike Rolo, but I want Wendell Carter to play as much as possible. You think they start Wendell immediately? No, I think they'll start Robin Lopez at first. Okay. Um, okay. I think Wendell's they're kind of kind of ease in, which they have every right to. They're not going to be good next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I still lean towards what I said. I want him to play eighty-two games. I want him to start as much as possible. Um, I want him to be on the court as much as possible. I think he has the skills to be a rookie of the year. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say that because I think Colin Sexton will rookie of the year because the Cavaliers are going to have to trade Kevin Love when they're bad, so someone's got to score for them. Whoa. I don't know about that. I don't know. He's going to be an immediate impact guy, and then he's going to, like, year six or seven of his career, we're going to be like, you remember that time that Colin Sexton won rookie of the year? Yeah, it'll be like the same time we talk about Michael Carter-Williams. And Tyreek Evans. And Tyreek Evans, yeah. Exactly. Who, by the way, even a week later, I still love the Pacers signing him. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I actually like that, too. Yeah. So. so, Zach Levine, you know, we're both... Are we saying... Are we thumbs-downing this deal? I, I would thumbs-down. It was It was a little too much. I mean, you, I guess you can't give him away. Right. But at the same time, you know, if he goes to Sacramento, what's going to happen? <laughs> what What's... He's going he's gonna to end up playing out in Sacramento. They're going to overpay for him. Everything I hate about him being a bull, I kind of loved about him being in Sacramento, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, what? Him and De'Aaron Fox? And Marvin Bagley? And Harry Giles? Yeah, it might That's, be fun. And Buddy Heald? That that could be fun. It's a lot of dunks and threes and no defense. Actually, De'Aaron Fox is a good defender. I always forget about, about Buddy Heald. <laughs> always. I am, I am for one more year in our Keeper Dynasty League basketball team, so... Okay, okay. Yeah, that was... Actually, he was pretty good last year. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. Vladi loved him. Vladi was all about that buddy. Vladi loved cigarettes. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know. <laughs> when, when, when I did the wrestle special, I I know I wanted you to listen to this because I thought you would laugh about it. 
we talked about, because we did that wrestling as the NBA where we compared the two, um, we were talking about how, like, in WCW, there was that time where those two factions came together to end Hulkamania. And yeah. we were talking about the teams we want to come together to end Warrior Mania. And Travis came up with the idea of the Warrior, the Kings and the Suns forming a combined team to take down the Warriors. <laughs> Which is really funny, too, because there was an episode of Game of Zones where they literally did that. There was a script where they did that, and it was, it was really... Game of Zones is great. I think more people need to watch it. I've, I've caught bits and pieces of, of Game of Zones, so... <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's fun. I, I dig it. So, let's get into Summer League a little bit here, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... A lot of highs, a lot of lows. You can probably check out an article on a website called 48minutesnetwork.com. I've heard of this website where we kind of give you some insight and some scouting reports from it from our guy Kyle Brandon. He wrote this really good article. Um, Summer League's been pretty fun so far. The games are horrid, but you're not watching for good games necessarily. You're watching to see these talent and the skills. So uh, a lot of guys stand out for good and bad reasons so far. Obviously, Trey Young just had a decent game the other day, but... Otherwise, he's been really bad. He's oof. He shot like 26% from three at one point, and he's supposed to come to the league as a shooter? Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think the Steph, the Steph Curry comparisons are, are holding out right now. Yeah. You know who's looked really good is Jonathan Isaac for the Magic. Yeah? Is yeah. He, yeah, I guess he is playing right now. I haven't really been watching a whole lot of Summer League, so... So tell me, who who has impressed you? Well, obviously Wendell Carter. I talked about that a lot. Uh, to yeah, start I mean, the show. I, I I did watch that game. I did I did catch that one. I watched the first half, and I was I was pretty impressed by all the blocks he was he was putting up because there was one where he just literally grabbed the ball out of the shooter's hand in midair. It wasn't even a block; it was like a takeaway. Yeah, so far, I mean, I know it's summer league, so it's easy to overreact. But so far, Wendell Carter has been an athletic Joakim Noah that can shoot. I like it. Yeah, I'm not sad about that. Chandler Hutchinson's been pretty good, too. Um, I, I mean, obviously, he's kind of the other first-round pick that people aren't talking about, but I've liked his game so far. Um, Colin Sexton's been really fun. He's been just kind of facilitating. Jetty Osmond's been really good. Okay. Um, so I've been digging that. Um, obviously, we can't talk about Summer League without talking about Kevin Knox so far. Uh, yeah. Gosh, the dunks he's throwing down. The things him and Mitchell Robinson are doing to kind of give the Knicks some young, glimmering hope for once and for the first time in a while is pretty awesome. Um, oh, LeBron officially signed his deal. Finally, I was wondering when they were going to do that. Were they going to? When are they going to have the press conference? I really want to watch that. Uh, probably like a Blaze Pizza in L.A. <laughs> Would that be awesome? Yeah, just a just a Blaze Pizza place yeah. with with LeBron and Magic and Rob Palenko. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I mean LeBron owns Blaze Pizza, so you know why not? Well, and what is what does Magic own? What is what does he own? Like Burger Kings or something? I think he just owns Los Angeles. He just owns the Los Angeles now. He's bought the whole city. Okay. Yeah. Smart guy. Uh huh. Yeah, can't blame him for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to summer league. I think the most important one for me, Sean. Is it is so nice to see Harry Giles playing basketball again. I'm such a big Harry Giles fan. I loved him at Duke. Um, you know, with the little time we got to play, he was a guy I read about a lot when he was being recruited. Especially yeah. when you're friends with Taylor Bergfeld. That's a name you're gonna know. Is Harry Giles? So to see him making athletic plays and making things happen on the court, and at times looking better than Marvin Bagley the third, is definitely a reassuring thing that. 
if healthy, if consistent, if he can be on the court, and the Kings do him right, they ease him in and have him play a little bit every game instead of having throwing him out there for the full full time frame. He can be a really good player in the NBA. Okay. Well, so did Giles play? Did Giles play at all last year? No, he redshirted. He redshirted the entire last year. Yeah. I, for some reason, thought he played like a couple of games or something. Nope, he's technically still a rookie. He's still so he's still a rookie. So this is a, this is a feel good story for him. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. And 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 they got Bagley too. So this is this is gonna be a fun team this year, right? Yeah, they're not gonna win a lot of games, but they're gonna have a lot of flashes with those two and Fox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and 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 Buddy Heald, who I forgot about. Yeah, Buddy Heald. Yeah, how, how, how do you forget Buddy Heald? Yeah, it's gonna be. It'll be fun. I mean, it, it's funny to think that Demarcus Cousins was on there two seasons ago, you yeah. know, and and it's completely. I mean, they've rebuilt it with like a bunch of like solid draft picks, solid draft picks. But I don't know how it's all gonna mesh together. It's probably not. It's the Kings. It's the Kings. Nothing match, it, and it sucks. I feel so bad for that team every year. I mean, I want to see a I want to see a nice Kings Lakers Western Conference Final, one that's called properly, <laughs> in a Game Six situation. Now, hell, we'll have it fixed. It doesn't even matter. I just want to see it. <laughs> We're just that tired of the Warriors that we just want to see something new. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's go back to Kevin Knox. Okay. So, Kevin is is averaging twenty two points a game, mm-hmm. two assists, and six rebounds, which is fantastic. I mean, he's He's tearing apart Summer League. I mean, I, I did watch his highlights from the first game. I mean, that first dunk that he had was just incredible. Oh, my God. We dunked from the free throw line? Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that we were all just kind of like, eh. You know, so this is his time to really prove what, what he can do. And he's going to be on a team. Porzingis is going to be still recovering. Am I right? Correct. I don't think – I think he's what else I saw, they're planning on him being back around the time Boogie. So in that January, February time frame. Okay. So this is Kevin Knox's team right now. Basically, so he's going to have. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going to say this is Enos's team <laughs> with any team, Tim. It's just not going to happen. But, but this guy has a shot to really, really, you know, put some stock in. Yeah, for sure. Because because you know they they really really need somebody. The Knicks need a fan favorite, someone who's going to get fans back into the building that are it's going to give them some hope. And you know, putting a you know, a decent player with with Porzingis and Cantor and uh you know, I think it'll be I think it'll be really interesting to see you know what happens uh what happens this year with him. He's going to be the one I really keep an eye on, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And plus, I think, I mean, those young point guards they have, the Frankie Nilakinas, the Emmanuel Moutiers, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. is still there, who's still, I, I don't, I've really liked Tim Hardaway's game. Um, Trey Burke is still there, who I like Trey Burke a lot as a guy coming off the bench. I've talked about that quite a bit on the show. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a believer in Kevin Knox. Um, I think he's... I'm a, I'm a believer that Tim Hardaway Jr. needs to be playing for the for the Rockets. Yeah! I think I think I think that's where he needs to go. I think he'd be a perfect fit over there. Yeah, maybe one day when the Miami Heat or they have money, he could be good at basketball again. Maybe he can go there. Yeah, he could. Whatever, that would be fun too. Yeah, I just want the Heat to be good again. Okay. 
I I understand, but I, I they need to get rid of everything. They need to start over, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't keep Spolstra, not, keep Gora, keep Gora, and that's it. I guess I don't even know if I'd keep him. Honestly, I don't keep Goran. You keep him? Yeah, keep Goran. Keep Bam Adebayo because Bam Adebayo. Bam, 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 solid. I would, yeah, I would get some solid. You said him, but Justice Winslow. I'm out, guys. Yeah, I'm finally out on Justice I'm Winslow. Out. I'm out. I, th- I just feel like he needs to be in like a Pistons uniform or something. Sorry, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> I, I I love that Kyle is like going to listen to our show, and he's like, "Why do you guys just always mention stuff with me and the Pistons?" He's our resident I, Pistons fan. I know I should be nicer about it because I, but I, it's like I don't even have. I usually can't talk any shit about the Pistons because they're better than Chicago right now. Yeah. So, which is you know, I mean, they've been better than Chicago most of the last decade and a half, but you know, I. Got to get my knocks in when I can. Yeah, exactly. You know, the Bulls took Laurie Markkinen, and the Pistons took Luke Kennard. So ha! that's true. That's ha! true. But but we should not give the Bulls any any <laughs> any credit for for taking that pick. They're like, who's the best one on the on the board? That guy. I think All right. that Markkinen character gets a lot that, of recognition. Yeah, everybody's saying I'm 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 reading NBADraft.net, and they're saying <laughs> pick him up at six. I've never even been to this site, but it seems like a good idea. <laughs> but it worked out, so, I, it, you know, kudos. Yeah, I mean, the Bulls were very high on Wendell Carter, so the, that's like that's probably a draft pick we can get in the credit for, right? Uh, Wendell Carter comes from a, a good college program, so yes, they're going to be interested <laughs> in anyone. Let's just, it's a fair assumption that the Bulls are interested in anyone from Duke or Kentucky that falls to them any that's, season. That's true. It's very true. It's very true, but... And they I'm can't thinking, ever believe he's there. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking that that Wendell Carter Jr. is going to be a uh, I think he's going to be a pretty good pickup for him. It's early, you know. Yeah, That's my hot tech. But let's let's talk about Trey Young a little bit more. Yeah, Trey Young. Um, that whoa, he's whoa, yeah. Oh Le- no, LeBron looks so happy in his signing his contract. He looks like he's like Rob Polinka. I'll never, ever, 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 ever get past the fact he looks like Rob Lowe. Yes, he does. He looks <laughs> very on. much like... I, I think that's kind of why I like the guy. Because he <laughs> looks like Rob Lowe, and it just automatically... Head just goes to Parks and Rec, and, you know, so... He is literally... I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I like that Rob Polinko guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Um, so, yeah, so Trey Young, um, obviously, so far, not the exciting thing we thought we would get from him. Um, struggles to score, which he was brought to the league to score. Um, not also, also, also traded yeah. for 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 Luka for Doncic. A, Luka Doncic, who's who's projected to be a, a much better player. Yep, who was who was not playing in summer league, correct? He is not because I believe the his Euro League season ended three weeks before the draft. Okay, so he's is he still being bought out of his contract or? They finally, they yeah, they finally agree to the buyout so he can finally sign. Okay, okay, so, but he's probably not gonna, gonna play. No, 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 they're not gonna probably have him play till training camp. Okay, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. And, uh, they were talking about on the ringer today that I was cracking up. Um, so Luka Doncic has two tattoos. They're on both of his forearms. One is a Bengal tiger, and the other is a bald eagle on his forearms. So, you know, go huh. take or go home with your tattoos, right? Huh. Huh. And uh, Grayson Allen going to be Grayson Allen. Yeah, him and Trey Young fighting? Like, that's cool. 
I love it. Yeah, we were a round away from that in the NCAA tournament this year. I, 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 Grayson Allen, he's, I, th- I feel like Grayson Allen has to play tough or be tough or whatever he thinks is tough. Because he's not, he's not a, he's not a huge guy. No, he's actually a pretty damn good athlete, though. He's a good athlete, but he is someone who plays with a lot of heart and a lot of fight. So I think, uh, I think him going to Utah is kind of funny, actually, because that just doesn't seem like there's, that's, that's not really a team to see that on a whole lot. Yeah, you know, him there with, and being a Ted Cruz lookalike, that's only fitting, right? Only, only fitting. Yeah, Mitt Romney is the season ticket holder. He sits courtside. Well, you know, you know, Mitt's got a nice, uh, he's got a nice haircut, so we'll give him that. That's yeah. it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think Grace now would be a decent pro. I think that he'll he'll be able to, he'll do some. I mean, Utah's a good place for him because it's a little under the radar. Um, it is. It's always going to be that way, but that that's going to work to his advantage. Yeah, for sure. And and I mean, I'm, we can assume that he's going to be backing up Donovan Mitchell and sometimes playing. I guess with him if Donovan's playing the one. Um, so, I mean, that'll be an interesting pairing. But, you know, some people I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about Josh Hart right now. I know. I am too. Uh, and, and, and Zvi. Zvi, who is listed Zvi. on our website on that article. Yes, yes. I am excited about both of those guys. And the Lakers are going to have to get the most out of some cheap contract guys right now. And I... And we, we've talked about this. We'll, we'll get back to it again. I, I, I really, I'm going to stand firmly pat on. I don't want LA to trade for Kawhi this season. I just don't want it to happen. I don't either. I think. I think you see what you got this year. You move on. But Josh Hart, I mean, he's looked really, really promising. And same thing with Fee too. I mean, nobody knew who this guy was a week ago. No, absolutely not. And he uh, is just taking the world by storm so far. I remember him, I believe he was at Kansas. He was, he is. And he currently holds, according to, to the article on our website, currently <laughs> holds the Jayhawks three-point record in a single season. Which shows you everything we know about Zv when he's on our website and we don't know anything about him. I know, I know. So this is what, Kyle's keeping us relevant this week. I like it. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, that guy. I'm I'm literally like going through these stats, like reading this, like who I should know because this is, <laughs> this is actually helping me right now because I have been a poor NBA fan. I just have not been able to catch enough summer league ball, and I think a lot of it's with the times though. Some of the times they've been playing have been just really weird. I know, and the Bulls so, played eleven o'clock against the Lakers. I was like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of keeping keeping track of that on my phone and lost interest. So. But uh, Jaron Jackson had a very good first game. Yeah, he's definitely been really impressive. Uh, I mean, he's he's averaging almost a double-double right now. Um, so Memphis has got to be excited about that right now. Oh, absolutely. He's probably kind of like, as they're going to the... Starting their new era of, of Grizzlies basketball, the end of kind of that Mike Conley, Marcus Saul era, uh, he's probably the guy that's going to lead them into that. So okay. he's, I, I'm really, really excited for his game. I think he's going to be a really, really good player. And they still have some young guys I like. I know their team isn't great. Um, guys like I like Dylan Brooks a lot. I think Dylan Brooks is a solid NBA player. Um, obviously, I like you know Conley's a great player when he plays. And at one point was the richest player in the NBA, which is still crazy to me. Yeah. Um, for yeah. about a week. Yeah, yeah, about a, yeah, basically. 
You know who's been really fun? You know who's leading Summer League in scoring right now, Sean? Who? Trayvon Blewett, former Xavier Musketeer. I did not know that. Undrafted, playing, got selected to play on the New Orleans Pelicans Summer League team. Okay. What's he averaging? About like 24, I think. Wow, yeah, so he's leading Summer League right now. Yeah, he needs to get a two-way. Good, good for him. He needs a two-way for sure. He's he does well. The Pelicans, the Pelicans can afford to, to pay a two-way player this season because they've they had they've had a lot leave. Yeah, and, I mean, let's see. Right now, if you look at the Pelicans, their second best, the third best player behind Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday is Nikola Mirotic. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's okay. He's a good, he's a good third banana. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like the seventh banana with the Bulls. And they're well, worse than the Pelicans. And until their winning streak, and then he was their first banana for about a good <laughs> for about a good like nine games. And I was like, man, they got to get rid of this guy. All it took was a punch to the face. That's all it took. Well, that was that was before the season. This was after he came back. After he came back, he was. It was like him and Bobby Portis were trying to like outplay each other. Yeah, and, and Markkinen, and it was like we have one too many power forwards on this team. And like I, I feel like Bobby. This is going to be a Bobby Portis like huge season for him because he's going to also try to outplay everyone on the team again. And it's year four, so this is the last year of his contract. His last year was rookie deal. This yeah. is contract two year. He probably he probably gets shipped off this season. I think so too. Uh, but I think he's going to really. I think we're going to see the best of him this year. Honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought he was really good in stretches last year. So very good. I, I can't wait for that. So so. Jonas Jerekpo is signed with the Warriors. Yes. Well, he's going yes. to sign with the Warriors. He's going to. Yeah, he was the uh, he's their he's their newest signee. Yeah. How how are you feeling about that? Um I feel like when Jonas Jerekpo is not playing basketball, he probably wears affliction t-shirts. <laughs> like he's like, you know, he's that guy that wears like still wears tap out. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. But you know what, it, you know, if he wants to sign there, and he's gonna, you know, provide some some shooting and you know tap out shirts. That's fine. <laughs> they need they need another guy, I guess. So uh, you know, he probably buys jeans at Buckle. Wouldn't you think so? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't you say that Buckle's a nice place to buy a watch as opposed to pants? Yeah, I'm not paying 185 dollars for jeans. No, those are sneaker prices. Those are sneaker prices. They are. Which is still outrageous, Tim. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Yeah. So, also, another big signing this weekend, or this week, Kyle Anderson to Memphis. Slow-mo! Slow-mo? That's his nickname. Didn't you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. His nickname is Slow-mo. I did not know that Kyle Anderson's nickname was Slow-mo. It's one of the three coolest nicknames in basketball. I have not watched enough uh, San Antonio Spurs ball this, this last year and a half. So, Will we even so, know who's on the Spurs next year? No, no, no. So Tony Parker leaves too. Yeah, he's which going to Charlotte, fine. which is That's, still weird. I can't. It, I'm not comfortable it, with that. It's it's Ewing on Toronto all over again. It's it's fine. up there, isn't it? With like it is, it is. And I mean, you know, good for Tony for getting another contract. You know, he's got to milk it. You know, if he's going to milk it, his legacy is is solid. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. You know, he's going to have his his jersey retired in San Antonio. First ballot Hall of Famer though. Um I think, uh, but with but with Kyle Anderson leaving as well. I mean, it was. I didn't think that the the San Antonio Spurs were going to match that because it was kind of a heavy deal. But 
now where do they go? So next year we're looking at Deontay Murray, Lonnie okay. Walker, which that's okay. gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, Mondo has not said he's retiring yet, so maybe Mondo is gonna come back and do his thing for another year. Pal Gasol, Lamarcus Aldridge. Is is Pal signed for the season? You know what? I thought he was. I think he is too. I just. Uh... I really haven't heard anything about him this offseason, so I'm assuming he's still locked down for one more year, because I don't see him on any unrestricted free agency. Because you figure he would have signed someplace else if he was going to, and he was a free agent, so... Yeah, according to this, he's still a spur. Okay. So, there... I don't know, man. I think... You know, it's kind of like we said a few weeks ago, when all this Kawhi stuff came out. The Spurs were kind of due. Um, And... I think Danny is Danny Green gone. Something happened with Danny Green. Yeah, why don't we know this? I feel like we both there was so much going on like a week ago. <laughs> he apparently, I mean, according to this, he still he signed an offer sheet. No, he's still a spur. He opts into his okay. contract with the Spurs. So that's okay. what he did. He opted in. We're still he's still a spur. Okay, we still have someone we know. All right, we're good. Yes, yes. Is this the year the Spurs drop to either to the lower? Well, they were in the lower half last year of the Western Conference. Is this the year the Spurs drop out of the playoffs? Yeah. Is that it's, weird? It's, I, they've had a freaking good run, man. I know, it's okay. but I'm not ready for it it's to be okay. over. It's been, it's been 20 years, man. Are you Come ready on. for it to be over? Yes! Why? Because! They're consistently good! They're good I, all the time! I know, Someone needs to be. I, I know, but there's so much... So many other fun things going on in the West right now. I don't. I don't even care about the Spurs. I just want them to get rid of Kawhi and trade him to Philly, so Philly's better. <laughs> I so just want. I want a Philadelphia Boston Conference Finals this year. Well, you're gonna get that regardless of Kawhi's there or not. So, I, I I don't know. I just had this sneaking suspicion that Toronto might be able to. You know. <laughs> hey guys, LeBron's you. gone. Let's win now. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I so so yeah. The Spurs are going to look weird this year. They're not going to. I don't think they make the playoffs. If Kawhi's gone, I, I don't think they make the playoffs. However, if if uh, you know Lonnie Walker's good, do you think that Isaiah Thomas could sign there? Ooh, ooh, man, that's some. That is a hot take, sir. I didn't even think about that. I, uh, That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I uh, probably not. No, probably not. I think, I think Isaiah signs a uh, like a three million dollar deal someplace. Yeah, I'm starting to think that too. Like the Knicks or somebody. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was <laughs> like, I just feel like this is the year he goes to the Knicks. He's a Garden player. Hey, bring him, bring him back to, bring him back to Boston. <laughs> back up Kyrie, in the. Terry, whoa, oof. What would be bad about that? Terry Rozier. Yeah. It's okay. I'll, I'll, you know I'm all in on Scary Terry. I, I know you're all in on Scary Terry. Yeah. They got, a, they got a good team, man. They got a good team. But I don't know. I I mean, LA's not going to re-sign him. That's, that ship sailed. Yeah, Cleveland's so, not bringing him back. So, uh, perhaps the Pacers. Uh, no. Darren Collison nope. and Aaron Holiday. And Anne Holiday, so they're they're locked in there. Um, well, 
Jeez, there's yeah. I mean, I guess there's I guess so many Chicago, point guards I think, in the I league. The, I guess Chicago's just gonna have to take a chance. Oh God, if that really happens, you know I'm gonna yell at you, right? I just I, I don't know. Now that I've said it, <laughs> you're like I hate I, it. I want to take it back. Now that I've said it, or maybe maybe like Milwaukee or something. So also, uh, Brook Lopez, yeah, Milwaukee, one of the best deal. Bang for your buck contracts uh, this free agency. Would you agree? For sure. I think for one year for him, uh, that's a really good one for them. I mean, him and Giannis together, basically, when they just stretch their arms out, that means no one's going to get past them. Yeah. So I wish you. Would, I really wish you went back to LA. I know they weren't like really even entertaining bringing him back. Um, they but, probably would have rather had him back than Carmelo. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. But uh, him going to Milwaukee's fine. I think that's gonna definitely gonna help them. Uh, Milwaukee is definitely a, a playoff contender this year. Um, so, however, I think this is the year that Middleton gets gets shipped off. I think he's gonna be really good this year. Oh, he's he's been really good for a long time. I just that's why I'm saying I I think this is the year they they sell high on him. Okay, talking about the Bucks. Okay, who gets a contract first, Jabari Parker or Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it was pretty evident that the Bulls weren't that whole, you know, that whole the Bulls are are interested in him. I don't I don't believe a a, a bit of information about that. Something tells me Jabari Parker's gonna end up with the Rockets. Ooh. Oh. See, that would be a huge get for them. That would be huge. Yeah. So is he? Uh, so he he finished the season healthy last year, correct? I think so. I mean, healthy okay. for Jabari Parker. Heart, healthy for Jabari Parker. So, and you got to think he's working out this summer. Yeah. Um, you know, they can sign him for I don't know what a mid level or something, but obviously they're probably going to give that money to Carmelo Anthony. So never mind. Yeah, he's not going to the Rockets. You're right. He's not going to Jabari the Rockets. Jabari to the Spurs. Let's do it. I don't even think they'll take a waiver on him. I mean, his injuries, two two ACL injuries, man. Nah, I've I've watched. Okay, I've you're watched right. Two ACL injuries. That obviously means too much. One of the Derek Rose over the years. I I can't. Uh, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> I won't. Gosh, Jabari, trying to find a place for Jabari Parker is like NBA's Where's Waldo. He is going to sign now. Is he unrestricted or restricted? I believe he's restricted, but I don't okay. think the Bucks are exactly rushing to match anybody. I, I think it's going to be a qualifying offer kind of situation. Yeah, you're probably right. It's going to be it's going to be a qualifying offer situation. Same thing with Marcus Smart. He's another one. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, that's a Houston know, Rocket. That's a guy that should play for the Rockets. That defense and that like toughest toughness. And he's a guy. He's kind of a tweener. He can play the two or three really. Yeah. Um, or the one, you know. So he's kind of he's you know he's got decent size to be able to play those positions. He's on the all confidence um, team with J.R. Smith. He's on the all-confidence team with J.R. Smith. Correct, correct. But I, I don't even think J.R. is going to be on that this year. No, probably not. No, he's just going to be collecting money and just throwing up gutter trash. <laughs> so, Forgetting what the score is. Exactly. Exactly. God, that's going to go down. He'll never recover from that, will he? I don't. That's a that's a Nick Anderson. That is like. Right there. Except for the difference between the two is. J.R. Smith made the cut on Iguodala to set up the most, the biggest block in NBA history, but no one talks about it ever again because <laughs> he forgot the score. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Poor J.R. Smith. Yeah, I know. By what the way, they? did you see the Cavs were talking about shopping Corver? 
I I did I did I just I just hope that Golden State doesn't get a hold of him. I know. That would be the worst. <laughs> like, no, no. It's funny how many people in like the uh, the Bay Area media are like, well, they need to they need to you know solidify their bench shooters. I was like, they don't need <laughs> any more shooters. What is wrong with you people? God. It's like an NBA 2K my team situation. It's like, well, I gotta have my 27 three-point shooters. <laughs> I mean, it's you can't. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I don't I don't know what to think anymore. Suns, Kings, if you're listening, it's time to bring together to end Warrior Mania. I'm talking. It's gonna be a while, man. Deer and Fox, Devin Booker. Uh, who just got paid, by the way. Who should have got paid. He did, yeah. I mean, he did put up 81 ga- points in a game once. Yeah, I mean, that. I don't really count that. Uh, I know maybe. it's. Imp- I know the points are impressive, but the way he got the points are not impressive. Yeah. Is it 81? 70. Was it 80? 70. It was 70. That was right. Okay. Yeah, and like the team like celebrated taking pictures with him, holding like... But they, this- but they lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jay Crowder was like, I've never seen a team so happy to lose. <laughs> well, when you're young, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, he's, um, I mean, he's probably, I think the Suns, with what they're putting together, because Aiton's been pretty good in, in uh, Summer League, too. Yeah. And then, you know, what Mikhail's going to bring to them. Uh, Elio Kobo, who I like a lot, who I talked about when we did our mock draft. So... They've got a lot of pieces to look forward to, and obviously bringing in Trevor Ariza. See, that's a Jabari Parker team right there. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. All right, so we need the Suns to do this now. Suns, sign all the players that you can. Right, exactly. Create the the coalition to end Warrior Mania. (laughs) I just want, like, a half-Warriors-Kings jersey, like, down the middle, where they just all walk in together. And like walking to Oracle, War, Warrior Mania is 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 running wild right now. Yeah, and, but not the good wild. But not the good wild. It, it's the okay. We're this. We're getting a little tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is like this is like year seven into Hawkamania. <laughs> his his title his title route. So it's like I I it's like okay, it's time. Yeah, except for no one thought it was time then, even yeah. though it was time. It was time. So. I guess with that being said, if we're talking wrestling, there's probably not much more NBA to talk about for this episode, is there? No, unless you have something else to tell us. Nothing else? Uh, nothing I can think of. You got anything? No, no. Hopefully we'll have some great stuff to talk about in the next episode. Yes, so, with that being said... We're, we're like Jabari Parker might be, or Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> it's going to happen. So with that being said, this has been... 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. Like I said, if you're checking out our show for the first time, be sure to give us a nice little subscribe and a review in the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or, of course, Alexa, play 48 Minutes NBA Podcast. So, be sure to check out our website, again, 48MinutesNetwork.com. We have a really good article up right now with some Summer League highlights um, that we used during this show, obviously. From, so Kyle Brandon gave us our, 40, our uh, study guide for Summer League, basically. We appreciate it. Um, lots of stuff going on, a lot of changes coming up, so we're going to try to get these shows up a little earlier in the week for the for now on, just so we can kind of uh, get something to you guys early in the week so you don't have to wait all week, because I know you want to hear our show so bad. So thank you all for tuning in, as always. 
Have a great week. And if anything crazy happens, like, I don't know, Jabari Parker signs with the Houston Rockets, we'll be here. Have a good one, everybody.